Welcome to Not a Novice, a time of refreshing and upliftment through the unfailing Word of God with Bishop Victor Collins of Sabre. Bishop Collins is the Bishop of the Good Shepherd Church, a dynamic church located in Canal No. 2 Polder, West Bank Demerara, with branches all over Guyana. Now, here is the message. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Wow. What another privilege. It's yet another privilege, as you say, uh, to come your way with not a novice. This beautiful Tuesday afternoon, wherever you are, Madia, Letem, Shelton, wherever you're listening to me from, I pray you'll be blessed and that you'll see things in a different way uh, from this moment. Let's pray. Father, thank you so much for this wonderful privilege. Thank you for speaking to our hearts and affecting our lives. In Jesus' name, amen. I'm preaching about labor not to be rich, labor to be blessed. Labor not to be rich, labor to be blessed. Now, Proverbs chapter 23 and verse 4 says that labor not to be rich. Cease from your own wisdom. Cease from your own wisdom. Now, I, I am speaking to people who believe in God and or people who want to believe in God and people who look at the Bible as the guide, the authoritative word of God. Some people believe that the Bible contains the word of God. Others believe that the Bible is the word of God. I believe the Bible is the word of God in its totality with all the good things, the negative things, the bad things, they were all written for our examples and for our admonition, the Bible says. And so, I want to live my life according to the laws of the Bible as a Christian. And I'm trusting God and I'm believing God that you too want to live your life as a Christian based on the Bible. Whatever you'll be doing or whatever you want to do in your life, you have to check and see if the, uh, the Bible approves of it or what the Bible thinks of what you are going to do. I, there are so many people who say they are Christians, but the things they do are not in the Bible. The things they do is what others expect them to do. Things they do is what they think is right for them to do. But never, never is it something that the Bible says I should do. And so I'm coming your way this afternoon with real things from the Bible. And I want to admonish you to follow what the Bible says. Because the Bible says in the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. The word of God is God, God himself. So I'm coming to you today with God himself. And the Bible says that, labor not to be rich. Cease from your own wisdom. In other words, you're laboring to be rich. It's your wisdom. Waking up in the morning, coming back late in the night, working Saturday, working Sunday, working shift. It is your wisdom because your wisdom tells you that doing that is what will make you rich. The Bible says, no, 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 no. Don't do that. Don't do that at all. And so last week, we look at if we are not supposed to labor for, uh, labor for riches, then what are we supposed to labor for? And so I introduce you to the story between Jacob and Esau in Genesis chapter 27 from verse 5 to verse 14 where Jacob and Esau, the Bible said they fought over a blessing. They fought over the father's blessing upon the firstborn. Isn't it fantastic? 
that a twin, okay, two boys, they are fighting for their father's blessing and not for their father's vehicles, not for their father's estate, houses. Remember the book in uh, Luke chapter 15 where the Bible talks about the prodigal son. What really happened, there was that the prodigal son took the estate of his father, half of it, and the Bible says he went into a far country and wasted his substance on riotous living. It was never in the mind of the prodigal son nor his senior brother to go for the blessings of the father. But, you know, even though the senior brother said that, I mean, he had obeyed, listened to the father, you know, follow his guide, his advice all the while, and he didn't kill a goat, a small, uh, even a sheep for him, for, his, uh, for him and his friends to celebrate. He, he, he was not after the father's blessings. He was just after what the father had. And, and that's what many people do. Many people enter into a relationship with God enter into a relationship with Jesus Christ, enter into membership in the church, and they expect what they can get and not a blessing. Are you, are you following what I'm saying? Many people come to church, they want water, they want juice, they want food. How the church can help them start a business. How the church can do this. That's what many people come to the church for. They come to the church with their own wisdom. But you have to come to the church for a blessing. For a relationship with God, for an association with God, for a certain connection with God. That's what the church offers. Feeding the poor, food for the poor does that. If you are poor and you need something, please uh, Google food for the poor. You are somewhere in a festival city. I'm sure they will help you. The church is here as the only institution that is mandated to do God things for you. Not physical things. There are physical institutions. There are natural institutions that also minister natural things. But the church, ladies and gentlemen, is here to minister God, to minister blessings, to minister supernatural things. Things that comes from the throne room of God. That's what the church is here to minister. No food, not water, no scholarship, no rice, no noodles, not these things that people give. You get it? I'm not saying that it's wrong to do those things, but the church does not exist to do those things. Hallelujah. And so you see that when people come into relationship with God, because people labor, people have their own wisdom, all kinds of things change. All kinds of things are very different. And so a blessing is what you need. If Jacob, 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 the guy who gave birth to the 12 tribes, if he was fighting for a blessing, fought for a blessing, supplanted his brother for a blessing. Why are you and I fighting for money? You see, there's a saying, and I think some teachers have it, I'm too blessed to be stressed. <laughs> Say it, I am too blessed to be stressed. Now, it's nice, it sounds nice, it sounds cool, but if you are blessed and you are not stressed, it means that money is not part of it. Unless you equate money to blessings. Blessings and money are two different things. Jacob and Esau didn't fight for their father's bank account and the money there. They fought for the, the words of the father over their lives. The good words of the father 
over their lives. A word that will carry them for generations. That is what they were, they were fighting for. A good word from somebody who has authority over your life. That is what they were fighting for. I want to tell you, ladies and gentlemen, you need to fight for blessings. You need to fight for blessings of God from the pastor. Many of you don't believe in pastors. Many of you don't respect pastors, but I'm telling you, the pastor is God's representative here on earth to pronounce blessings over your life. No matter what you think. No matter how you see the man of God, you can insult him. Some of you are, are used to insulting pastors, talking pastors' name. See, all kind of nonsense about pastors. I want to tell you that, that when you do that, you do not stand for a blessing because the person or the agent who is qualified to release a blessing to you, you despise him. And, and some of you are in, this, you are in the church with a pastor. You don't like the pastor, but you go to the church. I'm telling you, blessings will never come your way. And so, labor rather to be blessed and not to be rich. Now, why should you not labor to be rich? Why should you not labor to be rich? I have a few reasons to take you through. I have a few reasons to take you through. The first reason why you should labor not to be rich is because earthly riches can turn you into a fool. Earthly riches can turn you to a fool. <laughs> Did you know that? Now, the Bible says in Luke chapter 12, verse 15, that, and he said unto them, Take heed and beware of covetousness. For a man's life consisteth not in the abundance of the things which he possesseth. And he spake a parable unto them, saying, The ground of a certain rich man brought forth plentifully. And he thought within himself, saying, What shall I do? Because I have no room where to bestow my fruits. And he said, This will I do. I will pull down my barns and build greater. And there will I bestow all my fruits and my goods. And I will say to my soul, <laughs> Soul, the soul that he didn't know where it came from. He said he will say to his soul, you see, when people get rich, they, 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 they say all kinds of things. When people get rich, it makes them take their eye compass people. I'm telling you, one of the places that if you don't take care of rich people can make you feel like you are nothing is in the church. If the people, if somebody is in your church is a contractor, is getting contracts, is building roads, is building a, a, a scheme, and he's in your church, and he's bringing money to the church and all of that, I'm, I tell you, they can easily make you, the person, feel like you are nothing. You see, that, then that's why the reason, the first reason is that riches, labor not to be rich because earthly riches can turn you into a fool. Because it is a fool who will speak in a certain way without understanding how things work. He says, I will say to my soul, so, thou hast much goods laid up for many years. Take thine ease, eat, drink, and be merry. But, the Bible said, but God said unto him, thou fool, thou fool, this night thy soul shall be required of thee. Then whose shall those things be which thou hast provided? So is he that lays up treasure for himself and is not rich toward God. So is he that lays treasure 
for himself and is not rich toward God. Can you see it? The Bible says that if you labor to be rich, you'll be like this guy. He was talking. I'll go to America. I'll go to Florida. Next year, me and my family will go to Disney. Oh, next year we're going for a cruise. Caribbean cruise. Middle East cruise. Asia cruise. When we come back, we'll do this. When we come back, we'll do that. I'll do this. I'll go here. When you get money, you can become a fool by thinking that your life is in your hands. Because you think of what money can do. The Bible says that money is a defense. The Bible says that money answereth most things. And so when you get money, it makes you feel that you can do everything. Have you not seen the behavior of rich men, their children? People in power, people in authority, their children, they have money. They drive their father's um, Land Cruiser Prado and all kinds of things. Don't you see how they, be they behave? They behave like there is nobody in this world who is above them. And I'm telling you, some of those people are the same people who are into pornography, they are into bestiality, they are into rapes, they are into, uh, 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 what do you call this thing? I don't know how you call it. They call it a gang, is it gang? Gang up or something like that. Uh, 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 this thing, they are into this orgies. They are into this group kind of uh, immorality. Go to clubs and treat people like dirt. Take girls and dishonor and disrespect them. And, 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 and all kinds of things. They can give money to. Don't you see sometimes some rich people give money to some girls and the girls just misbehave in front of them naked? Tell me if you are not a fool. Just as the Bible says. The Bible said, God said to that man who said my soul. It's the same thing. What you are doing because you have money is making you behave like a fool. Because you buy, you, you say you are rich. So you buy a very nice car and then you, enjoy, you think you are enjoying it. I, I pray you don't get into an accident and die with a car that your heart is inside. That does not make you rich towards God. Is somebody listen to me in region 8? <laughs> and so, labor not to be rich because earthly riches can turn you into a fool. Can turn you into a fool. Now, labor not to be rich, number two, because riches can prevent you from taking up your cross and following Jesus. Yes. If any man wants to come after me, I will receive him in peace to my rest. Only you should know that any man who holds the plow and looks back isn't fit for my kingdom. Take up your cross. Follow me. Deny your money. Follow me. Deny your riches if you want to be my disciple. Oh, I can also sing. Oh, 
have a small grace to say. Hallelujah. So, labor not to be rich because riches can prevent you from taking up your cross and following Jesus. Anybody who wants to follow Jesus, and in fact, it can consequently prevent you from entering the kingdom of God. Jesus spoke to a lot of rich people in the Bible about the kingdom and how difficult it was for them to enter the kingdom. I'm going to read the scripture to you just now. But there are so many people out there, including many pastors, who because of business and because of money, they have not been able to fully give up themselves to the gospel and to ministry. Because the fear is that, what will happen to me if I stop this business? And I've heard of people who say they are in full-time ministry, or they have a business on the side, quietly. Full-time ministry is not having a business on the side. Is it because the, the, the money, the money, the riches that you have, it, it, is, it is preventing you from taking up your cross. Because if you take up your cross, it's a place of sacrifice. It's a place of self-denial. It's a place where you can't uh, 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 um, um, enjoy things like you used to do. You know, many years ago, I, I took the challenge to come to uh, Guyana to be a missionary many months ago. Now, I used to live in, in, in Europe. I used to live in Europe. Some people think that I came from uh, Africa, directly from Guyana. I'm, I'm a Ghanaian by birth. And so some, some people, of course, from my accent and all of that, accent, when they say, oh, where is he from? Is he Nigeria? No, no, it's Ghana. I'm from Ghana. I'm an Ashanti man from Ghana. But and when people say, they think you came from Africa. And sometimes people ask you, Ghana nice, right? I said, well, Ghana is nice, but if only you knew you know where I came from. I didn't come directly from Ghana. I migrated to Europe. I went to school in Europe. And then, pastoring in Europe, my, my pastor sent me to Guyana to do missions. And I've been here. When I came, I was shocked. Because from Europe, and I settled on the West Coast in a small village called Verjunjen. The Dutch will say, Fair but Kralis will say Virginian, which is also okay. That's why I settled. I mean, the humility of where I stayed and the things I went through before I managed to get a place in Georgetown and move to town and all of that. If, if I had followed riches, I, I remember when I came, the next day or so, I called my father in the ministry who sent me to Guyana. And he was asking me, how's Guyana? So Ghana, the place is good. The place is nice. Uh, you know. And then I hesitated to tell him a few things that I have saw. Because, of course, coming from Europe to Guyana in the early two, uh, 2000s. Oh, Charlie. Now we see fancy things. We see Jaguar. We see Jumbo Bird. We see Marriott. When I came, there was no Marriott. Even when I came, the Eastman Public Road, that's what they were doing it. It was, it was, it was, uh, it was sand. A lot of things. The, the Chedijagan International Airport, there was not, there was, there, it was something else. When I landed, I had to walk from the tarmac. I don't know those days if you remember. When the, the, the plane lands on the tarmac and, and then passes to a, a halt, and then you get down. And sometimes you rain, it will be raining, and you're walking in the rain to the airport. Fantastic. Now, by the grace of God and by uh, you know, uh, good leadership, we have uh, air bridges that when it's raining, you don't get wet. Do you get it? I had to, I had to put aside riches 
was an accomplished person in Europe. Family, wife, ministry, children, citizenship, everything. But when I had to follow Jesus to come to this place, I did it. I did it. Because my, in my heart, my labor is not to be rich. My laboring is to be blessed. I said, my laboring is to be blessed. And that's what I'm encouraging you. And I don't qualify to preach this message to you if I have not done it myself. That's what gives me authority. If you think I don't have authority, you must be joking. That's what gives me authority because I came from a rich country with a rich background, a rich status to, 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 to Guyana, almost nothing. I didn't know anybody. And by the grace of God, after several years, God has blessed us. God has promoted us. God has taken us far. And I'm preaching to you from radio now. And I'm, I'm paying it. There's nobody, no company sponsoring this, my radio. Of course, if you're a company, you want to give me money, that's fine. You can bring the money wherever you're a businessman, wherever region one, region 10, region nine. If you want to sponsor this, not a novice uh, radio uh, preaching. Oh, bring your money, cry. I'll take it. I'll take it and pay. But I'm telling you, God has brought us thus far that the paying of this bill is, it, is, is generated from the church. What a blessing. What a blessing. What a blessing. What a blessing. And so, labor not to be rich because riches can prevent you from taking up your cross and following Jesus. How many people will leave Europe and come to a poor country and be here for years? Some people meet me and they say, oh, are you going to go back? When are you going to go back? And I, 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 I try to ask them, well, what do you think? You want, you want to drive me away from here? You want to suck me from here? <laughs> There's no turning back. I have decided to follow Jesus. No turning back. No turning back. And so, that is one of the things that affect you if you want to be rich. In Mark chapter 10, verse 17, the Bible says, when he was gone forth into the way, there came one running and kneeled to him and asked him, good master, what shall I do that I may inherit eternal life? And Jesus said unto him, why callest thou me good? There is none good but one. That is God. Thou knowest the commandments. Do not commit adultery. Do not kill, do not steal, do not bear false witness, uh, defraud not, uh, honor thy father and mother. And he answered and said unto him, Master, all these have I observed from my youth. Then Jesus, beholding him, loved, beholding him, loved him and said unto him, One thing thou lackest, go thy way, sell whatsoever thou hast, and give it to the poor. And thou shalt have treasure in heaven, and come take up the cross and follow me. And he was sad at that saying and went away grieved for he had great possessions. And Jesus looked round about and said unto his disciples, how hardly shall they that have riches enter into the kingdom of God. You see? How hard. Jesus said, how hard, how hard shall they that have riches enter into the kingdom of God? Mark chapter 10, from verse 72 to verse 23. Jesus Christ, the son of God, God himself said that if you are rich, it is very difficult for you to enter into the kingdom of God. So, so why do you want to follow mindlessly people and the life that says get rich? I think I see this thing on some vehicles. Get rich or die trying. 
<laughs> well, my, 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 my biblical philosophy is different. Get blessed or die trying. That's what I'll tell you. Because it is the blessing of the Lord that maketh rich. It is the blessing of the Lord that maketh rich. And it added no sorrow to it. It added no sorrow. So Jesus stated here categorically that they that have riches enter, they shall, they shall, they shall struggle to enter into the kingdom. This guy had a lot of things. He said he had followed all the commandments. He came to brag to Jesus uh, that, you know, I, I have a good life. You know, me and my wife, we're good. You know, I don't cheat. I don't do anything. I go to church. I go to a nice fancy church. I give me our friend. I throw me tight. And I don't fancy fancy things. We go to New York every holiday. Every, all of those things. Then Jesus said, okay, okay, good, good. Go and sell all the things you have and come and follow me. The Bible said the guy was very sad because he had so much that he couldn't believe that that's what Jesus wanted him to do. You know, so I want to I wanna, I wanna speak to you this afternoon that let your toil, let your sweat, let your sacrifice be towards a blessing and not anything that is money related because if you have money, number one, it can turn you to a fool and number two, it can it can actually prevent you from following Jesus and entering into the kingdom. This afternoon, I want to pray with you if you are not saved, if you are not born again. If you die now, you're not sure where you will go. There's a heaven and there's a hell, whether you believe it or not. If I tell you there's a, a town called Agogo, you say, where is it? The fact that you don't know, or you, you have not been there before, doesn't mean it doesn't exist. So heaven exists, hell exists. You want to say, Bishop, please pray for me. I want to go to heaven when I die. Because everybody's going to die. One day, to, today might be your time, tomorrow might be somebody else's time. There, there's a timetable for people to die and go to wherever they want to go to. But there's a heaven and there's a hell. If you believe in Jesus, you go to heaven. If you don't believe in Jesus, you go to hell. It's so simple. You don't believe in Jesus, but you want to believe in Jesus. There's a, a confession and a prayer you need to pray. If you want to do that, if you want salvation, if you want eternal life, then pray this prayer with me. Say with me, Heavenly Father, I am a sinner. Forgive me of all my sins. Wash me with the blood of Jesus. I believe Jesus lived. He died. He was buried. And he rose again. And I opened my heart to Jesus Christ. To come and be my Lord and my Savior. I believe by this prayer, I'm born again, I'm saved. And my life has changed. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you if you pray this prayer. Call us. There's a number that is going to come at the end of the message. Call us. Call us. We want to speak to you. We want to direct you. We want to guide you to live this life that is full of blessing. Father, I pray for everyone who prayed this prayer. Let your mighty right hand rest upon their lives. Lead and guide them through this dark world. In Jesus' name, amen. Now, only you give an offering. Give an offering. Give an offering. Anytime you go to a restaurant, you eat, you know, you, you, even though sometimes you pay for it, you also give a tip. But I'm not asking you to give a tip. I want you to bless the Lord with thy substance. Bless the Lord with our substance. So we want to give our MMG number is 614-7909. 614-7909. God bless you as you give. If not, any of the numbers that the announcer will, 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 will talk about. Call the number. Tell us how much money you have. You have a million dollars to give to us, uh, not a novice. We will, we will come, I'll ask somebody to come and collect it. All right? So God bless you as you give an offer. Father, bless everyone who, who is giving. Cause men to give unto their bosom a hundredfold. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you. I'll see you next week. 
We hope you have been blessed by this message. For more information on the ministry of Bishop Collins, please call 592-691-5301 or 592-628-2227 or email us on notanoviceservice at gmail.com. God richly bless your day.